everyone. This is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocks podcast and welcome back to part two of my interview with Alex Newman on rescuing our children. If you missed part one, go back and listen to that. This was a replay of his session that he did with me for the Homegrown Generation Family Expo. And again, if you guys missed that expo, it was fantastic and you have not missed it because you can still sign up for only $20. You can have access to the entire conference. You can find out more by going to homegrowngeneration.com and you can see who all of our speakers were. The only thing you missed was the live interaction during the conference, but you'll still have access to the entire conference as well as the conference we did back in 2020. But before we get back into our conversation with Alex, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. If you guys want help managing your homeschool on a day-to-day basis, BJU Press has a new homeschool hub that can dramatically simplify things for you. You'll be able to see your child's workload, document grades, modify schedules, and more. The BJU Press Homeschool Hub is the resource you need for painless planning and happy homeschooling. Visit BJUPressHomeschool.com to see how the hub can change your homeschooling. Now enjoy part two of my interview with Alex Newman. Let's talk about teachers because, you know, we have a lot of friends who are teachers and public school administrators, and they truly love Jesus and they're in the system because they want to make a difference. And I think oftentimes they don't really understand all that you just said. They don't understand that there was a plan that that was, you know, implemented years, you know, generations ago to get us to this point. And so you've got these people who are in this public school system and they're like, but I love kids and I want to make a difference. I want to be the salt and light. And so I want to talk about salt and light on two points. One, kids being salt and light, because of course we still hear that argument. You know, our kids need to be in the public school system. They need to be salt and light. They need to love their neighbors. That needs to be the thing. And so we're going to put our kids on the front lines of this battle and they haven't yet been trained, but we're going to put them on the battlefield and expect them to fight this battle. So, so I want to touch on the topic of kids being salt and light, but I also want to touch on the topic of adults being salt and light in the public school system specifically. Yeah, those are two great questions and two very different questions. Um, You know, what what I tell people is first and foremost, get your own children out of the public schools. And once your own children are safe, um, you know, then you can worry about what's happening in the public school system. And so I highly encourage adults who feel called, who feel led by God to go into what, what if we're very honest, is a very dark place, right? The the, the light of the, the of God's word has been almost completely hidden in the public school system by law, by a series of court rulings. I mean, you, you can actually be fired for telling children the truth about Jesus Christ, yeah. about sin, about morality, about the Ten Commandments. You can lose your job. And, and in many cases, you can't lose your job for sexually harassing a student. But don't you dare mention the Bible or you're in big trouble, right? Uh, so to those adults who feel called and led to participate in the school system in some way for the purpose of being salt and light, God bless you. Thank you for what you're doing. Um, I think there's going to come a time where that's going to become close to impossible if it hasn't been already. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got a lot of friends also who who uh, still serve in the public schools and who've come out of the public schools. Uh, one of my best friends, um, he actually was a public school teacher for, for 15 years. And he did what he could to share truth with the children. And then it got to the point where they were telling him he, he, they, he was ordered to show LGBT propaganda videos to every single one of his students in, wow. in the first period of class. And he said, I can't do this anymore. And so at that mm-hmm. point, you know, you, you have to obey your conscience and, you know, you can't right. go against what God has said. So he had to leave the system. But there are great teachers still teaching in the schools. There are great uh, people still serving on school boards. And God bless them, folks. Uh, keep them in your prayers because that's a, a very difficult thing to do, um, especially navigating the, the complexities of the, the state laws, federal laws, court rulings, uh, et cetera. 
but it's critical. You know, we don't want to abandon those kids to the darkness. And so to the extent that adults can get in there and help, uh, God bless you, we should do that. Now, kids is an entirely different subject matter, right? Um, I, I don't believe that it's a sensible strategy, and I don't believe that it's a biblical strategy to send your kids into a spiritual war when they haven't been properly trained. Uh, your kids are not going to end up being salt and light. In fact, what's going to end up happening, if we're going to use biblical terminology, they're going to be discipled by the enemy. Um, and, and when I'm talking about education and, and a lot of other subjects too, I, I always go back to uh, the words of our Lord. Two times, he, he said, he's quoted as saying in Matthew and also in Luke, if you're not with me, you're against me. And, and I think everybody needs to always keep that in mind. There, there's really two options, either you're with or you're against. Um, and the public schools are very, very clearly not with Jesus Christ. And that means just by default, they are against Jesus Christ. So to send your child to be taught, to be discipled for five days a week, for six to eight, sometimes 10 hours a day, if they stay for after school programming, um, by a system that is by definition, based on the, the litmus test that our Lord and our Savior and our King laid out for us, Antichrist, um, it is not a responsible thing to do. Your kids will not be salt and light there. They're going to be discipled by the enemy. Uh, every once in a while, you'll find an extraordinary child who just is so in love with the Lord and so well-trained and so firm that they can do it. But th that's a one in a million child, right? Uh, and, and so that's not a good policy to think, well, my kid is probably going to be that one. Uh, it's incredibly dangerous. I tell parents, it's like playing Russian roulette, except instead of having one round in a chamber, you've got five rounds out of six chambers filled. You, you don't want to take that gamble with your children. Um, your kids won't end up being salt and light. I mean, if, if you get to 11th grade and, and your son or your daughter is just incredibly zealous for the Lord, then God bless you. You know, if you feel led, if you've prayed about it and, and you know that your child can withstand that pressure, then, you know, think very carefully about it. But if you feel called to do that, then, you know, do what the Lord tells you. But uh, it's, it's just such a huge risk. I can't advise any parent under almost any circumstance to send their child into a government school. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about playing Russian roulette and we're playing Russian roulette with their hearts and their souls. It's not just what, I mean, and, and, you know, oftentimes with their physical bodies as well. And, you know, I've heard of, of parents who have said, you know, oh, well, I want to keep my kid out of school because of school shootings. I mean, that's a good idea, but I mean, you could go to the bank and there could be a, a shooting at a bank. You could go to church and there could be a church shooting like that in itself is not a good reason to keep your child out of school, which goes back to us having to know our why. And you, you talked about, you know, we're either for Jesus or we're against him. Uh, Luke 640, we talked about this yesterday during Miki Addison's session. Um, and it says a disciple is not above his teacher, but when he is fully trained, he will be like his teacher. And so we have to ask that question, who's teaching our children? Who is the biggest influence in their lives? People still continue to use the argument, oh, but not in my town, not in my school. My children's teacher is a, my child's teacher is a Christian. We live in a really conservative town. This stuff isn't happening. What is actually happening, Alex, in the public schools? Give us a, a really clear picture of what you see actually happening in the public school system. Because when I was a kid, I mean, or I, I want to, well, when I went to a private school, pretty much my whole life. But you know, when I was a kid, the big danger was that you were going to be taught evolution, which that's a big danger for a Christian child. And when we were looking to put Brooklyn in school, our oldest, who's now 17, our, in the beginning, it was like, well, it's okay if she's taught evolution because we can just debunk that when we get home. But it never was a thought of ours that she would be taught any of the other garbage that's being taught today. What's actually happening in the public schools today? What is being taught to our kids? 
Yeah, to, to put it as succinctly as possible, they are being dumbed down at an extraordinary level. I mean, at an unthinkable level. And you don't have to take mm -hmm. my word for it. The government's data shows this very clearly. Uh, the latest National Assessment of Educational Progress, every two years, the Department of Education releases this. Less than a third of the victims of government school are proficient in anything. Okay, they're not proficient wow. in math. They're not proficient in reading. Uh, any actual history they might know is overshadowed by all the fake history. They, they know almost nothing of science. Uh, the Common Core people brought up the, uh, they, they came out with the next generation science standards. I call it the next generation pseudoscience standards. 12 years of so-called science education, they'll never hear the term scientific method if the standards are followed. Uh, instead, oh. they'll be bombarded year after year with uh, propaganda that they came from slime that turned into a monkey over billions of years, and there's no God. They'll be bombarded with propaganda about uh, gender ideology, that you could pick your own gender, uh, that you can go surgically mutilate yourself and, and you know be your true self. Uh, they'll be bombarded with propaganda arguing that the gas we exhale, carbon dioxide, is actually a toxic pollution and that we can make the planet the perfect temperature by paying taxes to the UN. I mean, it's, it's all so totally ludicrous. But if you're a child in a school and your parents told you to listen to the teachers, you know, what do kids know? I mean, you can convince kids that a big fat guy in a red outfit is going to come down a chimney or that a big bunny is going to come and bring it. I mean, kids are very susceptible to manipulation. So when you put a child yes. in that environment, uh, the teacher is saying that and their fellow students all believe it. The, ch the children are going to believe it. So they're being dumbed down on an industrial scale. Um, and, and this is even true for adults now. It's, it's, you know, the federal government did a literacy study in 1993. They found that about half of adult Americans were functionally illiterate. I mean, they couldn't even do the wow. most basic reading, even to just, you know, do the basics of having a job and, and getting by in regular life. That's half of Americans. It was not an accident. It started under Horace Mann. John Dewey weaponized it even further. It's still in place under Common Core. So they're not going to do the things that parents think are happening in school. There's not going to be any teaching uh, properly of reading, of writing, of math, of those things. You can forget it. Uh, what they are going to learn is a fraudulent version of history, a totally fraudulent worldview, a totally fraudulent understanding of science, uh, and, and some of the most grotesque uh, things on sexual issues that you can even begin to imagine. Mm -hmm. um, I can't say those things here. I wouldn't say those things because they're yeah. so horrific, folks. Um, if you really feel that you must verify, there are plenty of resources out there you can find out for yourself. Uh, the stuff is so horrific, though. Have a barf bag handy. And this stuff is being taught to children at the youngest possible ages. Uh, and I want to emphasize one point that you brought up, Yvette, and that is, this is ubiquitous all across the country and increasingly all across the world. There is no more, well, I live in a small town in Nebraska. And so this doesn't affect, it is absolutely a national system of indoctrination and dumbing down and sexualization. There is no more local control of a school. Your school board might debate, uh, you know, what kind of salary to pay the teachers. They might debate what kind of benefits, whether the kids need a uniform, but the content that the children are learning in school, that's coming down from the United Nations. That's coming down from the U.S. Department of Education. That's coming down from uh, the village. Gates of Hell Foundation that's coming down from uh, uh, publishing companies that are owned by people who hate yeah. you and who hate Christians. Um, and so, you know, this is a national and increasingly a global system of education. And and I've experienced this. I've gone all over the country and, and spoken on these issues. And I get a lot of school board members and teachers who come to me and even in tiny little towns. I mean, I've been to towns of 500 people and, uh, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll get uh, government leaders and school board members and say, you know, I'm so glad you're talking about this. That same form, that same lesson plan is in our school here. And I couldn't believe it. Uh, and, and these are officials in these local communities in some of the most conservative areas of the most conservative states in this whole country. This is ubiquitous. There's no hiding from it. Even if your Aunt Sally teaches there, even if you know the principal or there's some Christians on the school board, this is ubiquitous. There's no getting away from it in the public school system.
Yeah. Um, is it about control? I mean, I think you, you, you can't help, at least I can't help, but not relate it to what happened in Nazi Germany. You know, I mean, Hitler intentionally trained these children to obey him so that they wouldn't think for themselves. You know, there, there was no critical thinking like you just, you, you work, you do exactly as I tell you to do because they could have all the control. Is that what's happening? Is that why this is going on? There's no question about it, Yvette. It's a nail on the head. And what's interesting is you you had uh, the same agenda to control people coming from both sides. You had the communists thinking, hey, these government schools are going to be great. We're going to turn all these kids into useful little communists who won't know enough to free themselves, but they'll, you know, they'll know enough to operate the factory and follow our instructions. Uh, and then you had these super capitalists also with a vested interest in uh, creating and, and weaponizing this public school system because they wanted a bunch of worker drones. They didn't want... Right. Kids who are thinking about uh, the Bible or philosophy or uh, freedom. They just wanted somebody who could turn a screw on an assembly line, right? They're not interested in thinkers and poets and right. uh, theologians. Um, and so, yes, the agenda is about control. And I think actually it's even darker than that. Um, you know, I, I think if you read your Bible, the, the picture of reality that uh, is inescapable, if you read it with an eye toward truly understanding what's happening around us is uh, Satan is a real being. Satan knows his time is limited. He is mad. He wants to take as many souls to hell with him Amen. as possible. Yep. And so your Aunt Sally, who's teaching at the local government school, is probably not a Satanist. But um, the, the people who created, engineered this system are absolutely, in many cases, evil in the truest sense of the term. They are anti-Christ. And so the agenda is to not just capture the hearts and minds of your children, but the souls of your children. And it has to be disguised as an education, because if you said, hey, uh, this is a little place to, to make sure that we can take a lot of children's souls to hell with us. People would say, whoa, that's crazy. I'll never send my kids there. But if you say, hey, this is a place where they're going to get educated and they're going to learn how to read and write. You know, a lot of parents will say, OK, here, have my kids and, and have a bunch of tax money. So I think the agenda is about control. The agenda is about money. Right. The love of money is is just all embedded throughout the system. This is a, yeah. over a trillion dollar a year industry, this government school system. It is the biggest fraud ever. Right? There, there's no other yeah. industry in America that could get away with giving less than one third of their customers what the customer thinks they're ordering. Right. Wow. Um, and yet uh, you've got people making massive amounts of money. You've got uh, a control agenda and, and totalitarians have understood this for well over 100 years. Brainwashing the kids is the way to seize total power. So control, the love of money, and ultimately actual evil. Yeah, yeah, scary. It's a scary, scary place to be. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing and providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com.
uh, we we talked about this again yesterday. I think it was during Mikiatis in session, and and I have to reiterate this part of scripture because I can't look at what's happening in the public school system and say to any Christian parent, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put them in there. Let them be salt and light. Let them, you know, love their neighbors. Psalm 1, 1 and 2 says this. It says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law, he meditates day and night. And I can't get over the first two parts of that scripture because it says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked. The public school system and many private schools are literally the counsel of the wicked. It's what they are. And we're putting our kids into this system and saying, yep, you go ahead and you go and you be strong and you be the light in this very dark place. I haven't given you a flashlight yet, but but figure out how to be the light. And we haven't trained up our kids to do this yet. And then it says, and on his law, he meditates day and night. How can our kids possibly meditate day and night on the word of God and on God's truth and on the law of the Lord if we are not with them to teach them that? And it is the hardest and the greatest responsibility that we have as parents to raise up our children to know Jesus and to love him. But there's so much intention that goes behind that. And, and you know, I, I think oftentimes we live in a society where we want things to be easy for us, right? We, we live in, you know, the age of social media and flipping through everything. We flip through posts, we flip through Instagram stories, we flip through reels, we flip through all the things and we want to flip through life. We almost want to flip through our kid's childhood the same way. And we want it to be easy for us. And it's not easy. God never said it would be easy. Being a parent is very hard work. It is a very intentional work. And so how can you encourage the parent who's saying, you know what, I hear what you're saying. I understand what's happening, but I just can't do this. I don't have what it takes to homeschool my kid. I'm not smart enough. I'm not organized enough. I, I, I don't have the knowledge. You know, maybe I don't even have a high school diploma myself. I hated school growing up. How would you encourage that parent and just say, just go for it. You can do this. Well, I, I would start by saying all of that is true for me. I, I was expelled from yeah. high school. I didn't care at all. I never went back to high school. I didn't get a high school diploma. I got a, a GED uh, years later. I thought school was incredibly dumb. Um, and it was incredibly dumb. And I went to the most elite private schools on the planet, and it was incredibly dumb. It was just brainwashing. I'm not interested in that. Uh, and so, you know, you don't need a high school diploma. And the data shows this. If you go to the National Home Education Research Institute, NHERI.org, I think it is, uh, you'll yep. find all the data. Uh, it doesn't matter if you have a high school diploma. Your children will still do massively better than kids yeah. in a government brainwash camp. Uh, and, and that's because, and I, and I say this regularly, only half jokingly, like, um, you could put your kid in a closet for 12 years and they'd be better off because your closet is not designed to destroy them. The public school system yeah. was designed to destroy them. But don't do that. No, don't, definitely don't do that, right? Uh, <laughs> We're going to say, Alex Newman said, I'm going to put you in a closet for the next 12 years. <laughs> um, but no, in, in all seriousness, um, you know, you don't need any special qualifications to, to raise up your child. Uh, God gave you those children. God gave yeah. you clear instructions, right? Go to Deuteronomy chapter six, go to Deuteronomy chapter 11. You should be teaching your child about God's laws when you're sitting in your house, when you're walking by the way, when you're lying down to go to sleep, when you're rising up in the morning. Uh, you're supposed to be teaching these things to your children all the time. You're supposed to bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord, according to Ephesians right. chapter six. Uh, so God has not just um, entrusted you with this responsibility, he's commanded you to do this. Would God have commanded you to do something that you couldn't do? Um, it reminds me, I, I actually preached a whole sermon out of Numbers uh, 13 and 14, 
where uh, God's people are being commanded to, to go in and, and take this land. Like, oh no, that's too scary. They're, they're really big and we're really small. We're like grasshoppers. And, uh, you know, we're too scared to, to do what you said to us. Um, and, and go read God's response to that. It's 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 actually terrifying, right? Yeah. You're scared. After all that I just did for you, you just watched all these miracles. I just set you free from Egypt and you're going to be scared because those guys are big. Are, are you kidding me? And he actually is on the verge of destroying them, right? Moses has to pray and, and intercede. You know, God, please don't destroy these people because then the Egyptians are going to be like, see, uh, and so you know that's a really serious lesson. If God tells you to do something, for you to say, "I'm too scared to do what God told me to do," um, that's really, really problematic. Uh, God has given you everything you need to train up your kids, and you know what? It, honestly, if you have a degree in education, you're probably less well suited to teaching your children because mm. then you've had your head filled with uh, all kinds of poison from right. the very educators, quote unquote, that we're exposing here. So. Um, yeah. Never, never feel underqualified to educate your own children. God gave them to you for a reason, and he gave you Amen. the command to educate them for a reason. Yeah, and you love them more than anyone else loves them in the entire universe, and you know them better than anyone will ever know them in the world. That's right. And uh, and, and you have their best interest in mind more than anyone else. Even if they have the greatest, sweetest teacher in the world, that great, sweet teacher does not love your kids the way that you do, and so they're not going to care for them the way that you will. I hope that you are encouraged by this second part of my interview with Alex Newman from the Homegrown Generation Family Expo. And again, it's not too late to sign up for that conference. Just sign up at homegrowngeneration.com and it's only $20 to access everything, including the swag bag and um, everything else that goes along with it, um, including the 2020 conference. So you'll have access to, it's, I think it's over 50 hours of different sessions and you can pick which ones are fitting for you. You don't have to watch them all. I know most homeschool moms don't have time to do that. So figure out which ones are best for you. Um, also, if you have not yet seen the movie Schoolhouse Rocked, watch it guys. It is free. This is a great time to watch it. Summertime, maybe you have some downtime and enjoy it with your whole family. Um, kids have been really encouraged by the movie as well. Maybe you're just thinking about homeschooling and uh, not exactly sure what this is going to look like for your family, or maybe you've been homeschooling for 25 years. Wherever you are on your homeschool journey, this movie will encourage you and you can stream it for free. Go to schoolhouserockedmovie.com. Watch it, share it with your friends. Have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.